Okay, welcome to Ghoul Gals. <laughs> I'm Cassandra. And I'm Julie. And we're talking about farms today. Farms. Farms. Moo. Yeah. The scariest thing. Yeah. The it's poop. True. The poop that's everywhere. Oh, that's God, oh, awful. Lord, Lord, the poop. The smell. <laughs> Sick. Uh, so I decided to talk about the Perrin family haunting, Ooh. which is the true story that inspired the movie The Conjuring. Ah. I love that movie. Uh-huh. Who doesn't? <laughs> it's true. I mean, the the, the music, uh-huh. the, the, the clothes, uh-huh. the time period. It's very, it's stylized very nicely. Yeah. It's um, genuinely scary. Even, like, I, I just rewatched it over Halloween at some point. And um, it, it was still scary. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that I'd forgotten. Um, a lot of stuff I remembered, like the vomiting. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, the vom- the direct um, vomit into someone else's mouth. Yeah. I Ooh. won't tell you who, but <laughs> in case you haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, it was great. It still holds up, uh, which is nice because it came out like six years ago, I think, now. At least. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Um, if you don't like horror movies, though, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> so, anyway, here we go. So, The Conjuring films, uh, all two of them, <laughs> are based on the case files of Ed and Lorraine Warren, which we both know. Yep. So, there is some truth to them, uh, unlike many films that take a little grain of a story and then make up the rest of it. Yeah. Like, um, like The Haunting of Hill House. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because, like, I love that book so much. I love Mm. that story. Mm. Um, and then they made that, the, like, TV series on it. Yeah, the Netflix series. And they were like, we're gonna use some of their names, and then the fact that there's a haunted house, and that is it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which, I mean, this isn't, like, based off of real facts, but, you know, no, like, yeah. based off of a book, based off of anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, they're both, like, the series and the book and the movie from the 60s. I mean, they're all great. Oh, they're all fantastic. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, no disrespect <laughs> to the newest series, but just, like, it's based on a book, like, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But oh. sure. So, anyway, The Conjuring is based on this family, the Perrin family, who lived in Rhode Island. They moved to Harrisville, which I don't know where that is, but Rhode Island's not very big, so it's, (laughs) you know, even if I pointed to it, it's probably nearby. (laughs) Um, They moved to this 200-acre patch of farmland. Ooh, farms! (laughs) Called the Arnold Estate, which is a stupid name. Yep. In December of 1970. It was not disclosed that the land or the house was haunted because that's not a law in Rhode Island, which is stupid. I want to know if it's haunted. I want to know what I'm getting into. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm not necessarily not going to buy the house if it's haunted, (laughs) but I I would like to know. (laughs) Yes. But they, so the Perrin family was given one piece of advice by the previous owner, (gasps) which was... For the sake of your family, leave the lights on at night. What? (laughs) 
Oh, Isn't that creepy? no. Yeah. That is the that is the worst and most vague <laughs> thing they could have said. Like, what's going to happen at night if you mm. turn the lights off? It could be anything. It's not necessarily that ghosts will come out. <laughs> something about moths or something. Or, or that, that guy who the previous owner is like, I'm going to be in your room. <laughs> Just standing there. Leave the lights on or else you're going to see me creep in. You're not going to, or you're not going to see me creep in, which is much worse. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that uh, vague and kind of threatening Ooh. Uh, warning was the only thing they got. <laughs> um, <laughs> so weird. The Perrin family consisted of parents, Roger and Carolyn, mm-hmm. and their five daughters, Andrea Nancy, Christine, Cindy, and April. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. And a lot of girls. It's only girls. It's only girls. That's true. <laughs> uh, the whole reason they moved is because they were such a big family. Mm-hmm. And they, the parents wanted a quiet life in the country with their kids. Ooh, that's not what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> never what you're going to get. <laughs> If anyone's like, I'm just going to move to the country because I want a quiet life, Ooh. you're not going to get No, that. no, no. You're going to die by ghost in mm-hmm. like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, the house on the Arnold Estate boasted 10 bedrooms and, as I mentioned before, 200 acres of land. What? So this is, uh, I mean, truly an ideal place for them to raise five children. Yeah. That's huge, then, though. Yeah. Unbelievably large. I can't even, in my mind, I don't even know what 200 acres looks like. Although I think, I always feel like an acre is bigger than it actually is. Me too. Um, mm-hmm. So it's probably not as big as I'm imagining. <laughs> but like 200 is a rather large number. But so way bigger than my own house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the haunting began almost immediately. But it was pretty much friendly at first. No. No such thing. Yes, it was. No, no, no. (laughs) That's what they thought. (laughs) They were nice little ghosts who focused their attention on the five sisters. Hmm. The girls even grew particularly fond of two of the spirits. One was Mrs. Arnold, who was reported to have tucked the girls in at night and (gasps) would kiss them on the forehead. No! (laughs) No, Isn't I mean, like, a little, like, blanket pulled up over your shoulder, whatever. Sure. But, yeah. like, like a wet, sloppy ghost kiss yeah. on your forehead? Yeah, don't, don't touch me. <laughs> like, <laughs> mind your boundaries. <laughs> um. <laughs> Just let me sleep. <laughs> For God's sake. Yeah, like, I was thinking, if, if they had to do something, like, if they couldn't help but do something to haunt me, Mm-hmm. Tucking me in at night, I'll take it. I'll uh, kick. I'll kick the blankets up and put my feet out. Yeah, because I can't. I don't like being tucked in. <laughs> but, no, but, but do not kiss me, please. I mean, I get. I guess that's true. Because yeah. like, well, kissing is horrifying. But like, even turning lights on and off or like something like that is still very annoying. And just yeah. one little tuck in takes a couple seconds mm-hmm. at night. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I, I, they don't have to do any, like, I guess they don't have to do anything, but True. it could be worse. <laughs> and it gets worse. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, so aside from Mrs. Arnold. Oh, wait, Arnold Estate. Now I get it. Yes. Yeah. So it was her last name. Yeah. Okay. So the, I, I'm assuming the original owners of the mm. place. Mm-hmm. 
Um, aside from her, there was another friendly ghost named Johnny Arnold. Johnny Arnold? Uh-huh. A boy who was said to have hung himself in the <gasps> attic of oh. the farmhouse. <laughs> oh, no. He's the friendly ghost? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I guess death is what he wanted. I don't know. <laughs> True. <laughs> Maybe he's happy. Yeah. Um, I've also read, I read a couple of conflicting reports. One that said that Mrs. Arnold was the one that hung herself. And the other that said that Johnny was the one that hung himself. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know what the truth is. Um, if either of them yeah. hung themselves. Maybe they both hung themselves. Maybe. Family affair? Family, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, life was rough for the Arnolds. <laughs> And they're still around, I guess. <laughs> so anyway, the girls nicknamed Johnny Manny for um, some reason. Why? I, I don't know. That's like not even close, really. No, and Johnny is already a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same syllables, right? Johnny, Manny. Mm-hmm. You've changed nothing. I don't, un- I don't understand <laughs> why they nicknamed him that unless they just didn't no. know who he was right. originally. And, and it's not, like, specific about anything. It's not, like, oh, like old big shoe or something. You know, like like a specific something about someone. Well, if he's a man, they know he's a man. But I feel like he's a child. Oh. Yeah, because they said boy, didn't they? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. But, so, anyway, this reminded me of um, my parents who have lived in the same house for about seven or eight years. Yeah. So they they know their neighbors, for the most part. But when they first moved in, the person that lived kitty corner from them, so across the street and one over, mm-hmm. um, they they started calling him Manny for some reason. Wait, they just start like, they didn't know his name? That's no. not his name? They never spoke to him as far as I know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. They have no idea what his name is. I think if they learned his name, they probably would have been like, well, his name is Manny. So, <laughs> um, like I did when I called that guy Scott. Oh my gosh, yes. And kept calling him Scott, even though that was not every his man name. Scott. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so I know where I get it from now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they didn't know who he was, they just called him Manny. And then eventually he either moved out or died. I don't know what happened, but he doesn't live there anymore. <laughs> and so now they call the new people that live there the new man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they're not even... I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Is it like an, another new old man? Oh no. No? It's a, it's a, it's a young woman and her child. <laughs> the new Manny, you know? <laughs> both of them are both the new Manny. Yeah, it's weird. I don't. I don't know. So maybe this is a thing that people did who grew up in the 50s or something. Sure. I don't know. That's uh, weird. That's crazy. Anyway, so Manny slash Johnny <laughs> loved to play with the girls' toys and would sometimes watch them as they played <gasps> outside. Oh, Manny. <laughs> Which I had that reaction too, um, but I was thinking about it. And that's a very ghostly thing to do. Oh, yeah. Um, plus... Stand in, like, a second-story window? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh And, uh, look forlornly over the... (laughs) That's how much life... The living children have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, I feel like he's probably... He probably can't just, like, walk around anywhere. Mm -hmm. So he might be 
trapped in the house, so when the girls want to play outside, he can't join them. Oh, so that's it's sad. sad. Yeah, it becomes sad and not creepy when it's a little boy and not like a grown man. <laughs> Although I still don't know. <laughs> uh, the family's favorite ghost uh, seems to have been the one they called the sweeping ghost. Hmm. Which is as boring as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> This spirit's presence would only ever be heard from a distance, and it was just the sound of a broom shuffling against the floor. What? Yeah. Whenever they went to investigate, which they should not be doing, um, no, uh, they would find a broom leaning against the wall with a neat pile of dirt next to it. Oh my gosh. What? What a terrible afterlife to yeah. be spending all of your time sweeping up other people's messes. Uh-huh. And then hiding when they yeah. come in. Yeah, it's it's so uh, weird. Huh. And that's your favorite ghost? Yeah, I, I I mean, I'd have to imagine it's because they, if anything, they help out, and that's it. Okay. <laughs> True. They're not touching them. <laughs> they're not playing with them or scaring them. They've. I don't think they've ever seen it. They just hear it doing chores in the kitchen. <laughs> Any chores that they don't have to do is right. probably great. Yeah. With five kids, I mean, I'm sure there's dirt all over that house. <laughs> now they just need like a like a laundry ghost or right. something, right? Yeah. Hmm. That would be nice. But they don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> um, these ghosts have been pretty pleasant so far, which doesn't fit in with The Conjuring. Uh, yeah, uh, not movie. at all. Mm-hmm. They did, Yeah, they didn't put any of these ghosts. <laughs> Although they did have a little boy. But anyway, um, unfortunately, the hauntings didn't stay nice or harmless. Uh, they never do. Mm-hmm. These other ghosts were just lulling them into like this false sense of ghost security. <laughs> Where there's nice ghosts, there are also going to be mean <laughs> ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the family alleged that most mornings at precisely 5.15 a.m., spirits who smelled of rotting flesh <gasps> would visit them, lift up their beds, and toss whoever was in them to the ground. I cannot imagine <laughs> how terrible. Wait, five fifteen mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah, the worst time to yeah. be awakened by anything. Because if like, you didn't have to be. Yeah, because you're probably not going to be able to fall back asleep. If you are, it's going to be like taking a nap. <sighs> so you might as well have just stayed up. Yeah, it'll be like one more fitful hour or mm-hmm. something before school. Ugh, mm-hmm. that's terrible. Mm-hmm. And then, like, to be woken up by the smell of something awful. Um, (laughs) And then be tossed out of your own bed. So, yeah, it's not just... It's three horrible things in one neat little package. (laughs) (laughs) The parents have also claimed to have encountered demonic forces that would pull on the girl's hair and limbs during the night. No. Yeah. Like your leg or something? Any... Or like a toe? I don't want to, I don't want someone, something grabbing my foot in my sleep or my hair. I don't, yeah, I don't want anyone touching me, period. <laughs> We've already been over this. <laughs> don't touch don't me. Don't touch me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, again, can you imagine just being asleep and then no. having someone just yank oh. your leg? That, that happened. I feel like that happened in the movie. Yeah. I think that's like a real horror trope. Yeah. And then I'm pretty and sure the they did that. House. It definitely <laughs> happened in the Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and it's always, it's just so scary. Anything that happens while you're sleeping mm-hmm. is the worst. Yeah. Because I love being asleep. <laughs> Leave me alone while I'm asleep. In addition to that, they heard banging doors and disembodied cries <sighs> frequently. No. Yeah. So I think, personally, disembodied anything is just awful. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Um, but crying? <sighs> I never want to experience no. that in my life. Like someone crying in the room next door mm-hmm. and like knowing that there's no one there mm-hmm. or knowing that it's a ghost. Yeah. yeah, or knowing for sure that it's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and not even, mm. I mean, just, I'm imagining just the saddest wails, like <sighs> sobbing, <laughs> just so, so sad. Yuck. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So that sounds awful. <laughs> also, the Perrin girls claim that they were attacked in their barn by unseen entities, and that one night a series of voices began to speak to them. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. What? What did they tell them? Uh, I don't want. Never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> you kind of know what I'm <laughs> going to say. No, it. I don't want to. A direct quote, even. Oh. <laughs> Andrea, who is the oldest sister, okay. claims that her sister Cindy, which is not quite the youngest, mm-hmm. climbed into bed with her one night to tell her about the harrowing news a disembodied voice had delivered. Come on! <laughs> so here's a direct quote from Andrea. Okay. She'd say, Annie, I keep hearing these voices. It's one voice, but it's a lot of voices. Oof. But they're all saying the same thing at once. And I'd say, honey, what are they saying? And she'd say, there are seven dead soldiers buried in the wall. What? (laughs) What? Also, these ghosts are talking to this little girl like she can do anything about it. Like, what? What is this? They just want to scare her for no reason. Like... (laughs) Like, what is she going to do with that information? Yeah, yeah, that's the last person that you should be telling. I mean, at least tell one of the older ones. Right? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I can't, I cannot Uh, imagine hearing about that. And then, I don't know that anything, like, I don't think that they ever looked for anything buried in the walls. Yeah. I don't even know how you would do that. Right? You'd have to go through the whole house? Burying, or burying. Knock it all down? Yeah. Destroying your home? (laughs) Yeah. Also, ugh, if I had, like, a younger sister, mm. and she came up to me at night and told me that, mm. I would, I would disown her. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> no, I'm uninterested in hearing any more of your horrible stories. You have three other people that you could be telling. No, five, including your parents. Yeah. Why aren't you telling them? Yeah, don't tell me. I don't care. He's <laughs> so scared and so, angry and oh, done. I would oh. just be done. Oh gosh, so we'll that's about, rough. Think about like a little kid. Younger <laughs> <laughs> think about a little kid coming up to you and being like, "Hey, the voices <laughs> told me there's dead people in the walls." All right. <laughs> well, I'm moving. <laughs> I'm never going to talk to you again. Please take your kid back. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. Um, I mean, considering the amount of children that are in and have been in my family as I grow up, mm-hmm. 
I'm shocked. I haven't heard anything <laughs> weird. I mean, I've heard weird stuff, but not like scary weird. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> good for you. Good for them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, there was one entity in the house that was so evil that Andrea Perrin, now a grown woman, obviously, who wrote a book, House of Darkness, House of Light, about the hauntings, refuses to go into detail about. Ooh. All she has said on the subject is, quote, let's just say there was a very bad male spirit in the home with five little girls. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gosh. So read, read into that what you will. Oh, but it's, I have, and it's bad. It's no good. Yeah. yeah. So that sounds rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So... Um, moving on from that, quickly as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, in the film, there is one particularly nasty spirit who causes all kinds of violent chaos, which you probably remember. I do. <laughs> um, the witch, Bathsheba Sherman. Ooh. Which is weird. Like, <laughs> if you're going to have a first name like Bathsheba, <laughs> Sherman should not be your yeah, last you gotta name. you pump up your last name yeah. to make it even. Yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of like, oh, and then like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, apparently most of Andrea Perrin's book is dedicated to Bathsheba. Not like in, in the preface, like for uh, Bathsheba. This is for you, Bathsheba. <laughs> um, so we should probably, uh, pick up this book. Um, I know. There's as actually... soon as you said it, I was like, how do I not already own this book? <laughs> There's a few volumes of it even. I think right. like three or four. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so she has a cool name, but who is she? She was born Bathsheba Thayer in 1812, which was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. She married Judson Sherman Hmm. and gave birth to at least one surviving son, Herman. Herman Sherman. (laughs) They chose that name. Herman Herman Sherman. Sherman. (laughs) So the way you said it, like one surviving child, like they had multiple children. <laughs> but that didn't quite make it. And they were like they decided this one would be Herman. Yeah. Herman Sherman. Herman Sherman is <laughs> no. the one that made it. No. <laughs> it's true. Oh my god. Um it's it's believed that they had three other children who died at a young age. Oh. But I guess there's nothing to prove that. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Huh. Uh it was I mean that was long enough ago that that's believable. Yeah, something might be missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bathsheba and Judson both lived on the Arnold estate until their respective deaths, both in the 1880s. Mm-hmm. Herman died in 1903, so that was that was included. Um, during during Bathsheba's lifetime, there was one incident which marked the familial home as a place of darkness. It was said that an infant, not her own had died while in her care, Mm. and it was discovered that the cause of death was due to an incision at the base of the baby's skull. What? The size of a sewing or knitting needle. Which are two very different needles. But But why? Mm. Why? I don't know. She did that? 
That's what they say. Ooh, That's what legend says. That anyway. makes her really sound like a witch. Like she was doing That's, something. Yeah. Neighbors were quick to accuse Bathsheba of witchcraft. There it is. Believing that she killed the infant as a sacrifice to Satan. <gasps> <laughs> they went right to the big guy. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. the biggest thing a witch can do. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Bathsheba was beautiful and because of her beauty, plus the life she led, um, which was she had a husband that provided well for her and her son. Um, they had a lot of land and a nice house. Uh, many people were jealous of her. Mm. So, I don't know. I don't, I'll tell I've you never that. been so jealous of someone that I've been like, you know what? I should accuse her of being a witch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, their yeah. times were different. They didn't have as much going on in their lives. Oh, but like, <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah, now we got our phone. We can just look at our phones and be like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Brush it off. <laughs> According to legend, when Bathsheba died, her body was said to have turned to stone. Apparently as part of Satan's price for having granted her beauty. Uh, Which um, doesn't make any sense because, one, what does Satan get out of that? Right. And two, what does Bathsheba care that she's turned to stone? Because yeah, she's dead. she's dead. Yeah, she doesn't like, care. It's not like she died because she was turned to stone <laughs> she died and then her body became stone yeah apparently no which is not true i don't think <laughs> i don't believe it <laughs> the parents claimed that bathsheba would disturb the children by moving their toys around and making things disappear mm. which is rude but it could definitely be worse yeah oh for sure um like th- that's the like kind a of- wet sloppy kiss on your forehead <laughs> while you're trying to sleep <laughs> mm. Being tucked in when I like my feet out of my blanket. <laughs> um, yeah, like those those kind of things are what I used to joke about. Like my ghost would do. Like, oh, I'm gonna move the remote away from where you put it. I'm gonna hide something. Just like inconvenient. Yeah, but it's not rude, malicious. But it's not yeah, life altering or any. You know, like it's not really harmful. Yeah, but apparently she had a very strong hatred. Of Carolyn, the Perrin family matriarch. Oh. Apparently she had a crush on Roger the dad. Oh, no. And wanted Carolyn out of the way. (laughs) For what? Does she really think this man is going to go for her? Wait. She's been dead for a hundred something years. I'm like two sentences away from something that's going to make you laugh. I cannot wait. (laughs) Because of this, Roger only experienced Bathsheba's sweet side, <laughs> which included light-fingered caresses and sensual advances. Oh, no! <laughs> I don't know what that means, though. Like, I don't... I mean, I can... I, I can <laughs> glean. Sensual advances could be a lot of things. It could be a lot of things. A lot of it is very scary. Oh, my gosh. But keep in mind here... That the spirit of Bathsheba is described as being covered in cobwebs <gasps> and vermin and having a visibly broken neck. Oh, no. So not as pretty in the afterlife. Oh, no. <laughs> Although I don't know why it didn't say anything about her um, hanging herself or anything, so I don't know why she has a broken neck. Right. Whatever. Carolyn, however, also experienced things disappearing. In addition to being physically hurt and emotionally tortured. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Her energy felt constantly consumed like Bathsheba was trying to possess her body. Which she probably she was. was. 
She definitely was. Oh my gosh. She wanted her husband. Yeah, she did. <laughs> He's not even hot. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's not. I it was saw the 70s and no one was hot. Mm, that's true. Um, in an interview with the Providence Journal, Carolyn Perrin said that one night a woman in gray, hmm. likely Bathsheba, appeared next to her bed moaning, get out, get out, I'll drive you out with death and gloom. (laughs) (laughs) Andrea Perrin said of the incident, whoever the spirit was, she perceived herself to be the mistress of the house, and she resented the competition my mother posed for that position. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With things in such bad shape, a family friend heard that the Warrens were speaking nearby, went, and told them about what had happened. Reportedly, as soon as they heard about everything that had been going on, they said, we've got to get over there. Of course they did. <laughs> so a little history on the Warrens uh, for a second, if, if anyone is not aware, which I'm sure most people aren't. Ed and Lorraine are a married paranormal investigative team. God, the dream, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> God. Um, re- oh, well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not their life. Um, yeah. Acor- at least according to the movies. It sounds really scary. It, it does. <laughs> and sad. Like, yeah. I, yeah. They were reported to have worked on over 10,000 cases, which is a baffling number to me. Yeah. Ed was a self-taught, self-professed demonologist. Nice. Wait, self-taught? Self-taught. And self-named? Self-taught and self-professed demonologist. Okay. So, you know, take that for what it is. (laughs) Uh, Lorraine was a clairvoyant. Immediately upon arrival at the Perrin family home, she sensed a dark spirit living there. Mm. She pointed to a small circular incision on the back of Carolyn's leg, and identified it as Bathsheba's handiwork. What? Just like the incision on the back of the baby's The baby! Oh, no! I don't know why she didn't stab Carolyn in the back of the head. Yeah, right? Get it over with. (laughs) As such, Bathsheba was posthumously denounced as a witch. Okay. The Warrens declared the house to be diabolically infested, with all its inhabitants in danger of falling under Bathsheba's power. Mm. However, they stated that an exorcism exorcism was not possible because the parents were not religious, which is wait. They did. They went ahead and did it in the movie. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, They did it, but hmm. the priest like they couldn't get the Catholic priest to do it, so Ed did it. Okay, himself. Yeah, Patrick Wilson did it. (laughs) Patrick Wilson. Let's be clear. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They did, however, attempt a seance with Carolyn in the cellar of the house. It backfired. Of course it did. (laughs) A seance is always due. Mm -hmm. The activity intensified thereafter. Even to this day, Lorraine is still traumatized. Well, not to this day anymore. Because she's (laughs) she's dead. She's dead. (laughs) She's hopefully no longer traumatized. (laughs) Um, I mean, she's recently deceased, but she's definitely dead. Lorraine remained traumatized by the old Arnold estate. In her own words, quote, The things that went on there were just so incredibly frightening. It still affects me to talk about it today. Ooh. End quote. Woof. For years after the Warrens' visit, 
the parents continued to live alongside the dark entities of the house. According to Andrea, the Warrens did not help the haunting <laughs> at all, but rather made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the one big glaring difference in the movie. Yeah, because the Warrens fixed it all, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. I don't know that the family... You I just rewatched I know, it. I know, which is... I was just thinking about it. I was like, I just saw this. Um, I don't think they moved back in there, because they moved out at one point. I don't know that they moved back in. Yeah, I don't but think so But they probably so did, because they didn't have any money. Anyway, um, despite the claims of the parents and the investigation by the Warrens, some people call Fooey on this whole story. <laughs> Norma Sutcliffe, the home's current owner, has claimed that there are many historical inaccuracies in the parents' story. According to her research, the trial of Bathsheba Sherman was found to be dubious, mm. with there being absolutely no historical record of it ever taking place. Oh. Her grave is known to be at a nearby Baptist cemetery. And it is recorded that at her funeral, the Baptist minister honored her with a eulogy, something that probably would not have happened if Bathsheba had truly been suspected of infanticide. Yeah, which is for sure. Murdering an infant. And witchcraft. Right, and also that. Yikes. Murdering a baby for witchcraft. <laughs> Norma has lived in the house for many years and has never seen a ghost or a spirit. In 2005, however, Ghost Hunters, um, which is not as good as Ghost Adventures, (laughs) uh, were invited to investigate the house. The team reported finding several cold spots and recorded a door opening of its own accord. Mm. All of this surprised Norma at the time. After The Conjuring opened and became an enormous success, Fans of the film began trespassing on her property. Oh, no. Which is incredibly rude. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Like, why? Yeah, why? right? Just leave it alone. Who cares? Leave the old woman alone. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, she might not be old. She probably is. Her but... name is Norma. She's old. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it kind of contradicts things, because, like, Ghost Hunters was invited to the house to investigate which, like, you don't do that unless you're, like, looking for some kind of attention. Exactly. Or, or if you have experienced something and you truly want to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe maybe she was cool with it having, like, this haunted history before. And now that people are trespassing mm-hmm. on her property, she's like, Fuck She's like, that. no, no, no. Here's why There's this no movie is wrong. Stop coming to my house. <laughs> uh-huh. So... Hmm. That must suck for her. I can't imagine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Hopefully it doesn't doesn't happen anymore because it's been six years since the movie came out. So it's probably less. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Andrea Perrin and her family continue to confirm that the haunting really did happen, mm-hmm. though there's little evidence beyond their collective testimonies, which is usually which, I usually mean, of the course. Case. Yeah. yeah. If we had evidence, then we would know that ghosts were real. <laughs> Uh, here is a, na- a nice little direct quote from the Paranormal Scholars website, which is what I got most of this information from. Beautiful. Paranormalscholar.com. <laughs> uh, it says, quote, if there, if there were evil entities in the house, it is unlikely that one of them was Bathsheba Sherman, as records show no evidence of any of the accusations levied against her. Hmm. However... 
Evil spirits or even demonic forces have never needed a name. If they exist, they would probably have no scruples as to how we identify and categorize them. Mm -hmm. Evil entities, much like evil people, would simply change names and faces to suit their aim of deception. Yeah. End quote. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. All in all, if a family of seven all experienced the same thing, I think it probably happened. Wow. The difference being that Bathsheba Sherman probably wasn't the one haunting them. Mm -hmm. And I don't need... I don't even know where that idea came from. Like, who who found this information and was like, it's this one that lived here before. Right. Um, hmm. As far as I could find on the internet, which, so I don't know if Andrea Perrin's book says anything else, um, that that particular entity was never like, oh, hi, my name is Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. I'm here to haunt you. <laughs> um so if you have a supposed witch who lived and died in your home, it's probably pretty easy to conclude that she's the one doing the majority of your troubles. True. Yeah. Huh. Um, the par- paranormal scholar also points out that the possibility remains that the haunting was not connected directly to the house, but rather to the family themselves. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's like in the movie. Mm-hmm. There it is. Children are often the focus of hauntings and possessions because they're more ready to believe in something than adults are. So who knows? Mm. It's a mystery. Yeah. That's the end. Oh. It's interesting that last bit, um, the paranormal... Scholar. Scholar. <laughs> activity. The paranormal, the paranormal activity. activity. The paranormal <laughs> scholar. Um, yeah, because I'm much, I'm personally mm-hmm. much more apt to believe that there's like a demon somewhere mm-hmm. than a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would assume that that demon would then use ghost-like things to like to to get to people yeah Um, i mean it's um like in annabelle which is shoot off of the conjuring yep um the demon there's a a demon that uses the doll as a conduit it's not like a haunted doll it's a possessed Mm -hmm. doll that's looking for a human person to take over exactly yeah um and it's like um when you do seances and Ouija boards and it's stuff. It's never and you're like, your loved one. It's is, never a ghost. Is that you, Uncle Herman? Ugh. Uncle Herman Sherman? <laughs> is that you? No, it's never and, him. And they answer yes. And they're like, oh, great. Do you still have brown eyes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> you know, like people give give them information to feed off of. Exactly. They're not, it's not, it's not who you're looking for. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. They're dead. (laughs) They're gone. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so, but again, again, most of my like ideas about the paranormal are from horror films. And so (laughs) it's very, I mean, it's much more interesting for people to like reach out to something or someone mm -hmm. and then it actually be something tricking them, you know, being like a creepy demon. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've never been to a seance. No, oh, I never will be. I Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I've never owned a Ouija board, and I never will. Me too. Um, you know, I've never experienced any of this stuff, so yeah. I don't... Uh, Whatever. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
anyway, it's, um, it's, I mean, they did a good job sticking with the story. They I did, the yeah. Movie. It wasn't very different. Um, I mean, the end was. Yeah. But. Yeah. And the vomiting in the mouth. Oh my gosh. That was creative license that I, um, <laughs> that I appreciate. I appreciate it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the hide and seek clap clap game. Oh, yeah. Mm. That was great. I mm-hmm. forgot that that was in that movie. Yeah. Um, I love that clap clap game. Me too. So. So that's it. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's been out for six years. <laughs> Where have you so, been? Oh, it's available on Netflix. <laughs> Unless they took it down since a Halloween. I don't know. They might have. Um, so, yeah. Watch it. Listen to that Dead Man's Bones Listen to the whole record. Song. There's there's one. There's the one with the woman crying in it, which, uh, like, disembodied crying. Uh-huh. And then there's also that one that was used in the contract. Yeah. So, the whole Dead Man's Bones only album. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. I'm still bummed that that's the only album that they did. I know. What is but... he doing now? nothing what like raising like children married with a kid like oh <laughs> get Oscar back to the spooky movies. music <laughs> it's all i want it's never gonna happen it's never gonna happen it's very true well anyway so i am going to talk today about cattle mutilation what what that doesn't sound very boop, boop, boop. very paranormal or haunted or you know what mystical <laughs> Maybe that just sounds sad. It will be. Yeah, it's gross and it's sad and you're going to learn all about it. Okay, so we're going to start in 2018. Not, oh. not that long ago, actually. No, I was alive for that. Yeah. I remember that year. <laughs> Me too. What a good year for uh, wine? I don't know. For wine? I don't know. What else could it be a good year? Cheese, um, maybe? I don't know. Cheese? What things, Wine and cheese. What things have good years? What are you, a French person? Uh, made, uh-huh. You're not. I know for a fact <laughs> that you're not. Uh, it's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> what happened? 2018, what happened a good year for year. horror films. I don't know. Was it, were there good scary movies? I feel like there weren't. No? Mm. <laughs> what a good year for... Mm. Get Out came out in like 2017. <laughs> Us came out this year. It... Chapter 1 came out in 2017. It Chapter 2 came out this year. <laughs> hmm. What a good year to to go on to the next one. <laughs> sure. Okay. So in 2018. Okay. Uh, in North Queensland, Australia. Ooh. Um, ooh, Australia. Australia. Um, a couple was horrified to find something in their property which seemed like it was straight out of a horror film. Oh. Oh, great. So Mick and Judy Cook were working on their property when Mr. Cook noticed a dead cow carcass, oh, which God. is is just it's bad enough. Do they have cows? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, they okay, good. Because <laughs> if they I found ran... a dead cow on my property, that would be weird. Because you have like a ten foot square backyard. <laughs> it's where big. would it have come it's from? It's inconveniently big. <laughs> I don't like it. It should be smaller. Um, it's covered in leaves. It's still that would be ridiculous. It would, yeah, because I live in in the city. Yeah, well, no, they live in, the, in city, but... the middle of nowhere, Australia, on like uh, lots of property, sure. and they have cows. Yeah, all right. Okay. So okay. there we go. Okay. So they found a dead cow, <laughs> but this was just wasn't any old 
horrible, sad, dead cow. This dead cow had its entire udder, ears, and tongue removed. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Udder, ears, and tongue? Udder, ears, and tongue, yes. Just sliced right off. Uh, There's a direct quote from, uh, from Mick. Mick Cook. Mick? Um, it was like it had been surgically removed. I certainly... Also, this is horrible. Why would he say this? <laughs> I... <laughs> I certainly couldn't do as neat a job with a very sharp knife. <laughs> he did it! It was him! He said he couldn't! He, he said lying. he couldn't! Why would anyone say that? <laughs> I certainly couldn't cut that straight. That person was shot right through the heart. I couldn't have done it. I can't even hold a gun straight. I mean, it's true. <laughs> this is like um, this is like the Jack the Ripper murders. So they cut I mean, out, yeah. The he cut out the womb, mm-hmm. the probably the ears and tongue, you know, whatever. Uh, sure, why not? He flayed them open. Oh, boo. yeah, that's. It, maybe it was him, and it was with surgery with precision. Jack. Yeah, he, he it's moved true. to Australia. In, in 2018, lived, lived another 120 years. <laughs> Don't tell him what he can't do. Incredible. No, I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> All right. So then he goes on to say, and it definitely wasn't an animal. He doesn't. Uh, know that. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> we heard one sentence from his mouth, and we're like, "You're terrible." You're an untrustworthy. Mick the hick. Mick. <laughs> Don't, don't put that in what he's listening. <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed. Okay. Maybe he has a hot son. <laughs> no. Australian. I don't, Not don't know. possible. I actually know a lot of people in Australia are hot. Uh, yeah. And, and like, got, like, like tan and buff. Like large. Yeah. Like big guys. And like a rancher. Yeah. They're like a thousand feet tall. Yeah. They can mm. wrestle a snake. <laughs> They can wrestle anything. <laughs> They're from Australia. A kangaroo. Well, probably not a kangaroo. <laughs> a koala. Oh, God. Oh, they're so scary. <laughs> Koalas are the worst. Yeah, they can surf. <laughs> Koalas? No. <laughs> <laughs> Koalas are terrible. They can surf? <laughs> so my brain immediately went back to the, the hot men in Australia. <laughs> they can surf? They can surf? Um, what can't they do? Whatever. Hmm. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's great. We'll go right back. Um, he continues. I thought at first it might have been poisoned. Which, um, why would you assume In that your cow world? had been poisoned? It's not like it got like it was poisoned and then it like lost all all of its sense <laughs> somehow. <laughs> like it accidentally took PCP. <laughs> Ripped out its own eyes and ears. <laughs> they were like looking at its arm like, oh, what, what the hell is this doing there? And then ripped off their skin. No! <laughs> Mick! Oh my gosh, Mick. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, going back. <laughs> I thought at first it might have been poisoned, but then... I got closer. I saw the body parts missing. There was no blood. What? 
Even where the parts had been removed, no sign of struggle, just dead. Hoof. Just dead. Just dead. No blood, just dead. <laughs> just dead, it's true. <laughs> uh, there was just no reason or rhyme for it to be done the way it was done. People don't use those parts. So now I'm thinking he's he was like, someone killed my cow. But... but People wouldn't take those parts. That's what I was thinking also. Mm -hmm. I was like, ears? Yeah. What would tongue? you do with that? People eat cow tongue. That's true. But like, no one's going to kill a cow and then only take its tongue and if it's looking utter? for food. Like, what are you going to use that udder for? It's not like a that pillow? still has milk in it or something. Pill you. I don't know. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. <laughs> um, uh, okay. And then on the same trip, um, so when he and his wife were out uh -huh. looking, uh, Mr. Cook said he traveled down a little further on his property, about an hour's drive from his house on rough terrain, when he found another dead cow. What the hell? The second one looked like it had been there for some time. Uh, quote, by that point, we were probably two hours from your nearest neighbor. It's very mountainous country. There's no way anyone can get there unless they come straight past our house. So <laughs> that's where they're wrong. That's. Someone I feel like did. they're not very. This is so mean. Because I don't know them. I don't know you, Mick. They're not. But very I'm just kind of like they're not very. Uh... Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is it? observant? Um, <laughs> which is great that I couldn't even think of that word. Yeah. But you know, like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I would have to agree with that. <laughs> yes. Fair. So local veterinarian. David Lemon said in his 40 years working so in the industry, David Lemon, yeah, so <laughs> Dr. Lemon, or wait, no, he wouldn't be a doctor. Vet, 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 vet Lemon. <laughs> vet Lemon. Uh, Gross. Um, uh, so he worked 40 years working in the industry, often with livestock. He had never heard or seen anything like it. Quote, I deal with everything, you know. All creatures, great and small, and I can't think of any explanation for it. That's not normal human behavior, is it? Again, I keep thinking it's a human. Um, that's something quite bizarre and ill. I would say the person that has done that is not mentally stable. We're talking eyes. We're talking ears. We're talking udders. No. Oh, that's a title. That's a great We're one. We're talking otters. <laughs> We're talking otters. No, he says, oh my God. I've never heard of anything like that ever. That's something or someone very ill who's oh done that. God. I wish you could do an Australian accent because <laughs> oh that would be so much funnier in an Australian <laughs> accent. On the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, no, because it turns <laughs> Boston. On the barbecue. On the barbecue. <laughs> no, I can't do it. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh. Jeez oh, Louise. Lord. We're talking eyes. We're talking ears. We're talking eyes. We're talking, talking ears. We're talking at us. We're talking at us. What is that? That's New York. I don't know. We're talking at us. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. I so according to Mr. Cook, mm -hmm. Mick Cook, he and his wife came across two dead cows with their udders removed around the same area about 10 years prior. What? I didn't think much about it at the time. What? We didn't really say anything about it, he said. 
Mm -hmm. We just thought it was a bit strange. Let it go and put it to the back of our minds. Oh, my God. But then, when we saw it again just recently, we decided to tell someone. Oh, very good. We came back later, and my daughter tried to do some research. This is fantastic. She found a YouTube link to some similar stories. Oh, good. They basically said other people around the world have been finding similar cases since 1975 and starting in Yankee Land. <laughs> is that here? Yes. <laughs> the United States is what they're talking about. Um, it's oh, I live in Yankee Land. Yankee Land. Where are you from? Yankee Land? Yankee Land, obviously. <laughs> uh, it's even left police confused, end quote. Mm-hmm. Um, police are just people. <laughs> right. So he was right. His daughter was right. Cases of cow mutilation and murders have been reported around the world for over four decades. Um, with car- five, <laughs> right? With carcasses found, sometimes one or two, sometimes dozens, oh, with body parts such as ears, lips, eyes, <gasps> noses, anuses, oh, no. and genitalia oh. removed with surgical precision. This, these are just ingredients this is horrible. for hot dogs, right? <laughs> Someone just wants to make some hot dogs. As soon as you said lips and anuses. Yeah, give me those lips. It's like, oh, that's hot dogs. <laughs> Yuck. Well, it makes sense if it's happening in the U.S. True, true. Well, that one was Australia, but yes. Yeah. They didn't want the lips for that one because they weren't making hot dogs. <laughs> they don't know what hot dogs are over there. Um, so then here's another story. In 2019. Oh, God. That's this year. That's now. That's the year we're in. Oh, God. Uh, Sylvie's Valley Ranch in remote eastern Oregon. So five young purebred bulls mysteriously showed up dead <gasps> on the ranch. They were drained of blood and with body parts precisely removed. Sounds familiar. Yeah. No blood. Is it no. a vampire? No. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but listen, do you remember that, that movie, um, the, the Little Vampire? Do you uh, remember that? I barely oh, remember that. Oh, man, I watched that so many times <laughs> as a kid. And I saw it in theaters, too, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but their whole thing was drinking cow's blood. Oh yeah! Uh, so they were like, they were like vegetarian vampires in Twilight. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So was it them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. In Oregon, that would make sense. A lot of these Twilight things are kind of working, mm-hmm. uh, which is horrible. Stephanie Meyer is behind it all. <laughs> Did she write this article? No. On she NPR. Killed the cows. Oh, she killed the cow. <laughs> all right. The ranch's vice president, Colby Marshall fake name, Um, took someone from NPR, actually, oddly enough, out to see one of the carcasses. Um, Well, NPR, that's the most reputable news source you got. So I believe everything now that I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. So they came upon one of the dead bulls. Oh, God. The forest was hot and still, um, apart from a raven's repeating caw. And right now this is all direct quote from NPR. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I you can tell. tell. Um, <laughs> I love it. The bull looks like a giant deflated plush toy. Oh. It smells. I'm sure it Honestly. does. Jesus Christ. Weirdly, there are no signs of buzzards, coyotes, or other scavengers. There's no blood. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Uh, his red coat is as shiny as if he were going to the fair. But- <laughs> 
<laughs> but he's bloodless and his tongue and genitals have been surgically cut out. Uh, yuck. So he's not going to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> no. Best case scenario, he'll be a rug at Ikea in like oh. a couple days. It's oh, so sad. It is very sad. Oh. It's a sad world we live in, but yet here we are. <laughs> So these young bulls that were killed, there was what, five of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five. Um, were just reaching their top value as breeding bulls, uh, meaning they were worth around $6,000 each. But probably even more than that because they were breeding bulls, so they, were, they would have had like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of babies. So a big bummer for yeah. this ranch. Yeah. And... The weird and scary thing about all this is cattle mutilation is that these cows and bulls, they, they can all be dead for who knows how long before people actually find them. Um, right. And so once you get to the body, it's like harder to tell what's really going on because it could be days after, like who, who mm. knows... Yeah. Any evidence of anything could be gone. I mean, that's why the first 48 hours in any murder case <laughs> is so important. It's true. <laughs> it's poor cows. <laughs> so it's interesting, though, because of the mysteriousness of the circumstances of these bulls specifically, mm-hmm. Sylvie's Valley Ranch staff members are now required to ride in pairs and are encouraged to carry arms um, because they're thinking that it might be like, like kind of a poaching situation, which also doesn't really make no, sense. I know because it's not. They're not taking the the beautiful hide, apparently. Right. Yeah, right. so I don't the hide ready for a fair. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like a rival ranch, and they're just trying to destroy them. Yeah, but that's so much work. I know. I mean, draining them of Ugh. their blood. What? Like, yeah, you don't have to be that fancy with no. it. And then Marshall says, um, "Quote." I mean, this is the frontier. If some person or persons has the ability to take down a 2,000-pound range bull, you know, it's not inconceivable that they wouldn't have a lot of problems dealing with a 180-pound cowboy. Um, Which just sounds like the true Wild West. (laughs) (laughs) This is the frontier. I know, right? Everybody for themselves. It's like an Oregon. (laughs) It's not manifest destiny anymore. God. <laughs> Seems like it. So, hmm. of course, as with most mutilations, people mm-hmm. love to blame aliens. Here we go. Here I mean, we got the supernatural. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. Oh, why wouldn't they? <laughs> They're freaks. Just rent cows. <laughs> so, Harney County Sheriff's Deputy. Um, Harney County is where? In Oregon. Harney County. Harney County. Um, so the deputy, Dan Jenkins, says, quote, a lot of people lean toward the aliens. <laughs> One caller told us to look for basically a depression under the carcass, because he said that the alien ships would kind of beam the cow up and do whatever they were going to do with it. <laughs> then <drop> it <laughs> then they would just, yep, they would just <laughs> drop them from a great height. This is what someone know? took their afternoon to call in to this police station to be like, where's the depression? Where's the mark <laughs> underneath the cow? You're going to find it. <laughs> but of course, oh uh, cases like this, there's 
no evidence. There's no witnesses. It's in the middle of nowhere with no one around. I mean, there's no um, evidence for anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> so that being said, though, Jenkins says he has a running list with top theories, um, which really it's more like theories that he has gotten rid of. So he, what, what's clear to him is it wasn't bears, wolves, cougars, or poisonous plants, nor were the animals shot. So all things that they... No, didn't happen, but not really what they did. I mean, I could have told you that. Right? I'm an idiot, and I could have told you that. <laughs> I'm not a cowboy. Um, Poisonous plants? Uh, no yeah. No shit. Right? No shit it wasn't that. <laughs> God, why is that even on the list? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay, so talking about theories on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, paranormal journalist... Great job. Uh, Nick Redfern said some UFO theorists believe that extraterrestrials are using cow blood for hybrid fertilization. Uh, What does that mean? Um, (laughs) This is a quote from him. Uh, It sounds like science fiction. Yeah. But humans are doing things like like, uh, gene splicing. So the theory is that someone far advanced of us is doing something similar. But with just fertilizing? And just cows. I don't know. Right? I don't know, Nick. (laughs) Mr. Redfern. Yeah, right. So Chris O'Brien, who has researched cattle mutilations for two decades, also what a job. Wow. uh, Disagrees (laughs) with that theory. I do too. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, why would some non-human intelligence come light years to the pastures of the planet to gather ingredients for lip and testicle stew (laughs) he asked it just doesn't make sense he's got a point he's got a point (laughs) a a more likely answer also all these people are kind of wackadoos (laughs) because this is more likely for him but i'm like okay because i was like all right okay so not aliens so you must be normal and then he's like i believe that the killings (laughs) are conducted by an unknown agency moderating monitoring the food chain to prevent another outbreak of bovine spongiform encephalopathy what? commonly known as mad cow disease oh my god that plagued england in 1996 <laughs> so he's like I remember no mad there's a secret agency that is killing cows and testing them to make sure that they don't have mad cow disease um but... yeah Oh, it gets Why? deeper. Do you want to hear more? Why? Do you want yes, to hear more I of this? Do. Yeah. Yes, I do. So although many of the affected animals were destroyed back then, sure. their bodies were turned into fertilizer, much of which was shipped around the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> so O'Brien said it's possible that mad cow disease, like the mad cow disease uh, prions, the little like infected parts weren't destroyed in the process he thinks someone is killing and testing selected animals to make sure there isn't another outbreak what a stupid theory uh, yeah because i'm sorry but secret agencies don't test to make sure there isn't another outbreak right and why would they leave all this ridiculous weird evidence right they would just grab the cow yeah throw they take it in a one truck. cow at a time and yeah do what whatever they gotta do. Right? <laughs> do what they gotta do to keep us safe. <laughs> they don't do that. They don't test for, for preventative measures. Mm-hmm. They don't. Secret agencies don't exist for, like, 
protecting people. <laughs> <laughs> no, for killing only. Yeah. <laughs> for destroying, for sure. Uh-huh. But anyway. Uh, so some animal experts, though, such as Colorado-based vet Truman Smith, uh, don't believe there's any great mystery behind the mutilations, just the work of animal predators. No. Mm-hmm. Also no. Quote, I can see why people think it's something more than just predators, but it's always amazed me how smooth a job they can do. <laughs> There's no way that no. they would be able to like, cut precision with their with their teeth, with their little insides. There's no way. Mm-mm. There's no way. Um, but then this is a fantastic uh, quote. Oh. However, as rancher Tom Miller from Colorado points out, Predators don't drink 11 pounds of blood and leave, <laughs> and leave the carcasses intact. That's what I was thinking. Yes. I was like, okay, but what about the what blood? What about the blood? It was vampires. No one's throwing this out there. I'm sorry. It's so obvious to me. Mm-hmm. They took like the ears for their little dogs to, to, you know how they get like pig ears. People get pig ears for <laughs> dogs. Yes. They're doing that. They're taking other parts for whatever. I don't know. They're for freaks. fun. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why do vampires do anything that they do? They have so much time. Mm-hmm. They just get weird with it. They're taking weird body parts <laughs> for souvenirs or something. I imagine that every single one of them has like a, a, a wall of specimen jars with just body parts in them for, you know, whatever. Um. <laughs> I really hope that you never become a vampire. Oh, I will. <laughs> Specimen jars everywhere. Why not? I just, I've been around for a thousand years. Why not get weird with it? It's literally what you're saying. Yes. Oh, my God. That's, uh, there's, oh, my God. There's a part in Always Sunny when, um, Frank says, he's like, I've only got a few years left on this planet. I'm going to get real weird with it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> they've done all that. They've done the, like, hunting down humans and drinking their blood. <laughs> they've moved on. They're bored of it. They're bored. Yeah. I would get so bored, I think. And, like, if you were a vampire, too, and you suck the blood from an entire cow, yeah. you're not going to leave it there all sucked dry of blood. You want to, like, throw people off, too. So you're like, you know what? I'll cut out their uh, udders. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> that, that'll get them. They won't know what's going on. Exactly. They have the t- all the time in the world to mm-hmm. become surgeons or doctors yeah. or vets. Yeah. Whatever is needed to cut, to surgically remove anything. Mm-hmm. They have the knowledge. <laughs> they have the time. They have the wherewithal. They have the skill set, too, to take down like a t- two-ton whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're strong as hell. Yeah. And they have the interest to do it. <laughs> so why not? I feel like this is an overlook. You know, these idiots that are thinking <laughs> that it's These whatever. stupid experts. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, but all of this being said, um, Uh speculation surrounding who or what might be responsible for the killings and mutilations, uh, range from satanic worshippers to government agents. No. Um, but no one really knows. I do. It was vampires. (laughs) Um. Or it's just, like, one freak. Who's just traveling the world finding random cows mm-hmm. for 50 years? 
40, 50 years. Yeah, they started as a young man or woman Ooh. or non-binary person. Could be anything. Whatever. They started as a young person mm-hmm. and now they're older. Yeah. They've probably had a child passing it along. <laughs> it's just going to keep Teaching going. them just gonna keep how to going. pluck out the eyes, uh-huh. cut off the ears mm-hmm. in the fastest and easiest way. Yeah. Get rid of that udder <laughs> and take it with you. I mean... <laughs> Otters must be super heavy, right? You'd think, yeah. That's that's a lot. It was vampires. It was vampires. <laughs> it was vampires. I'm sorry. Who are we kidding with this <laughs> serial killer? Everything everything works out yeah. with that theory. It but does. Nothing works out with any of the other theories. It's true. That is weird. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's great. I was like super. Um, like, listening to the stories of cow mutilation is just, like, a big bummer. Just yeah. real sad. Yeah. Um, and they're all the same. It's like a rancher goes out, finds a dead cow, realizes there's weird stuff going on with the body. Doesn't say anything for ten <laughs> Doesn't years. Doesn't say anything until it happens again. <laughs> um, but, like, reading those, like, ideas of what people think that it is really just solidified. Like, oh, yes, this is what I need to talk about this week. <laughs> Predators um. don't drink 11 pounds of blood <laughs> leave the carcass. Unless you're the, the worst predator of all. <laughs> Vampires. Oh, Say it. Out loud. <laughs> Vampire. Oh, boy. Um, anyway. So there we go. So that's that on farms. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to know about farms. Yeah. They can be haunted. That's probably all we're ever going to find. <laughs> Yeah. Great. So uh, again, we'll do our next uh, questionnaire on Instagram about our next poll on Instagram um, for next week's theme. Mm -hmm. Check out our Patreon for fun, fun little goodies Mm -hmm. month to month. Uh, It's patreon.com slash ghoulgals. Easy peasy. Uh You can find us on Instagram also at ghoulgals and Facebook at ghoulgals.com podcast mm. for some reason <laughs> and then twitter at ghoulgals but instagram is what we use most yeah so. it's the most fun whatever for sure yeah <laughs> um so i guess this is where we say see you later ghouls and boys bye bye Talking about farms. (laughs)